0: Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Welcome to Community Matters. Live in the studio, repping the Miami-Dade Acceleration Academies. I have members of the Acceleration Academy. I have Walter Johnson, who's the Community Outreach Coordinator. Good morning, Walter. Good
1: morning, good morning. Thank you, Cindy.
0: And I have graduation candidates. and oh, they graduated soon. Okay. I have Miss Lupe Perez. Hi, Lupe. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Elijah Fry. Good morning. What's going on? And Nick Montoyo. Montoyo. Montolio. Montolio. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Nick. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about Acad- um, Acceleration Academy. Walter, I've been hearing about Acceleration Academy for a minute, kind of mm. didn't know what it was. So that's why I want you to let the listeners know, like parents, students, ex-students, people who have not graduated high school and need their diploma. I'm not saying a GED. I'm saying an actual diploma, yes, correct? Correct. Briefly describe. Briefly explain what is Acceleration Academy.
1: So um, thank you for having me. Us this morning, uh, Acceleration course. Academy is an alternative school within mm-hmm. the Miami-Dade County School District. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were brought in uh, by the district to assist those disenchanted youth, those mm-hmm. who have dropped out, those who may have caught a charge, a young woman who may have had a child young. We help them complete their high school diploma, absolutely free. The diploma they receive from with us is nothing different from what they will receive from Northwestern, Miami Central schools of those natures. Um, it's an absolutely free program. It's for students between the ages of 14 to 21 mm-hmm. who have completed at least 8th grade.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah, we don't
1: care about your background. We don't care what you did or what you what may have gotten in trouble with. We want to help you complete your diploma.
0: So explain a day. I'll ask one of the students. Explain a day at Acceleration Academy. Like, are you going to school like we um, what is that called? Like, I haven't been in school in so long. Uh, <laughs> like, your schedule is like 9 a.m. You go to this class 10 a.m. Or like, how does it go? How does it work? Nick?
2: So not at all. It's very much like a college setting. you go in. and you work at your own pace. Uh And that's the good thing about Acceleration Academy. It's individual learning. So it's not the same as a regular high school where you're in one giant class learning the same thing with other students and you might not comprehend what the teacher is saying. Mm,
0: That's a good...
1: Who
2: thought of that type of... Like the way the program works? So
1: that's an awesome question. So we're an evidence-based model. Uh Uh, We were brought in... um, Superintendent of school, Dr. Joseph Wise, Uh formerly of Jacksonville, um, created this program after interviewing 2200 students. Um, high school dropouts. Mm. And we designed a school that fits them. So they wanted flexible schedules. They wanted food to be provided on site. We also provide transportation. Um, Each student only takes one class at a time. Mm -hmm. We also uh, have certified teachers on site. So, And then every kid, which really separates us, is every kid gets a mentor. That mentor makes sure they're attending every day, helps them if they're missing any classwork, um, any assignments that they need, need additional help on. That's what the mentors are for. So we created a holistic model to meet all of the students' needs.
0: So let's just say I'm Cindy and I'm attending Acceleration Academy. Mm-hmm. When I show up in the morning, is, is that how like I show up in the morning? Mm-hmm. And then what like I take a class? But am I in a classroom of people? Because Nick said no, like N- no. Or am I at a computer? Like so. Or...
1: So think about a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Our our. Our schools are set up in a manner where it's open seating. Students sit in uh, couches. They sit on high tops. They sit on low tops. Wherever they need to be successful. Highlighting, low lighting. Mm -hmm. We also have baby rooms for the young mothers. Oh, awesome. Right. So so when you come in, you're picking up a laptop. Mm -hmm. We have a hybrid model, Mm -hmm. which includes online instruction. Plus, you can get assistance from a teacher, a certified teacher on site. So students can work from home. They can hold down a job. All of those things. We work to remove all encumbrances to education. That is our goal.
0: So basically, all they have to do is of course finish the, the work that's get being given to them mm-hmm. but do, are they counted by hours as well? Because like, let's say I have a job and I'm working from 8 in the morning to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Then I check, I log into the computer from home?
1: Absolutely. So oh. the way the model works is you do have to post Uh, eyeball-to-eyeball attendance every single week. We would love for all of our students to do 12 hours. Uh, And then every week we have a requirement that they have to complete 50% of the course Mm -hmm. because our goal is to have each student complete a half a credit every two weeks. So students can move very quickly. Mm -hmm. Those students who may have gotten a certificate of completion, Mm -hmm. we have test prep on site, we have free ACT, SAT prep on site, so they can turn that certificate of completion into a high school diploma. So life doesn't end just because you got a certificate of completion, mm-hmm. you can get a high school diploma.
0: That's dope. So, I'm going to ask each one of you, and I hope you guys are comfortable enough and feel open. I want each of you to share your story with me. So, I'll go to you, Lupe, first. Ladies first. And, um, <laughs> what is your story? Like, what grade did you complete in your school? And then, what? what is your story? How did you end up at Acceleration?
3: Because of something that I went through when I was younger, okay. um, I was sexually harassed by my neighbor for five years. Mm. And I unfortunately turned to drug use mm. in in my early high school mm-hmm. and then I decided to drop out of school and I um I actually attended Florida Virtual School which mm. is another
0: yeah program um, it's I've another program that.
3: Mm-hmm. everything was okay until the very last year where they told me they wanted me to do full time so a full 8 hours mm. of work and I was already working i had a steady job and I couldn't commit to that mm. so I was looking for GED options mm-hmm. and one day i came home from school and there was a flyer on the table mom my mom brought in the mail. Thanks, mom. There was, <laughs> and there was there was a flyer on the table. Mm-hmm. And um and when I look at it, I saw that it was one of my old teachers. Oh wow! On it, um, his name was is Mr. Rivera, uh-huh. and I decided to take a look. And the following Monday, he texted me, and he was wow. he told me, "Hey, Monday you have an interview to finish your sign up." And that was it. I started. That's
0: God's plan for you to just walk by, see the flyer. Mom brought it in. Yeah. Hello.
3: I dropped out in tenth grade. Like, does it work? Like, they're
0: considered juniors, seniors the same way based on? <laughs> yeah, we not?
1: we do classify. We don't really truly classify them. Mm -hmm. We just try to help them um, reach the credits that Mm -hmm. they need. So it's either 18 or 24 credits Mm -hmm. that they can choose from to get that diploma through the district. Mm -hmm. And so we help them pick the best option. Um, Most of our students are adults, so they're really not worried about their classification. They just want to get their high school (laughs) diploma. (laughs) They're not in their Seniors
0: and juniors. (laughs) I got you. So, Elijah, what is your story? Let me turn the mic towards you so you can...
4: Um, basically, you know... You know, I made a few mistakes in life, but mm-hmm. that doesn't stop me. But, you of know. Of
0: course. That was a speed bump, not a stop sign.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. So, mm-hmm. I was in the system. You know, I caught a charge or whatever. And, you okay. know, I went to a program uh, for mm-hmm. six months. And I got out to go to the next grade, which would be 11th grade. Mm-hmm. I needed to get a few credits. I ended up going to Acceleration Academy with okay. me, which I'm almost done with and about to go to New Orleans. So, hello.
0: You know. <laughs> How do you like Acceleration? Because it seems like. The, Though you have mentors and people helping you, but it really is a choice you make to complete the work and commit. So how did you... Because me... I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. In high school, I was horrible. Like, I didn't want to go to college. I hated school, blah, blah, blah. The story mm-hmm. goes on and on. And I didn't have the discipline mm-hmm. to to complete work on my own. They like had a, a mm-hmm. guidance counselor on me 24-7 mm-hmm. that I had to sign into every class. Oh, that was my story. I, I cut school like crazy. That was in New York, though. But <laughs> <laughs> how is it when it's up to you to do it because there there's not, like, a guard dog after you?
4: At first, you know, I wasn't really t- taking it serious, like, mm. I will come in and then leave. <laughs> yeah, and
0: then, I'm out. <laughs> yeah,
4: I do maybe like one activity and then leave, but then I started to realize I have a goal that I want to reach, so Hello. if if I keep playing around and, and leaving like that, then I won't be able to finish, and you know.
0: And what about Nick? What is your story, Nick? How did you end up at Acceleration?
2: So I ended up at Acceleration Academy with kind of like the same story you had, where just didn't have discipline in school, mm-hmm. didn't have any motivation, not mm-hmm. even motivation to go to college, or really find a passion in me to understand. Understand what, I, what I'm here for in mm-hmm. this world. One day, my friend just came up to me and was like, why don't you just come to Acceleration? And I was like, well, where's that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, and um, he was basically like, it's not a GD. It's your real high school diploma. And he was going for a while, and then he graduated. So I ended up going, and this is basically where the doors for opportunity started opening up. I started yeah. to realize where I wanted to go with myself and that being unmotivated wasn't the goal. And basically, I just have a lot of gratitude and appreciation for Acceleration. Oh because it's not like you need a guard dog there to just come at you like come on do your work because Mm -hmm. when you're there it's all on you and you feel it it's it's kind of a relief because there's no one on top of you but Mm -hmm. you have that guidance when you need it
0: that's awesome. Walter, so yeah. you being the uh, community outreach coordinator, you're the one that goes out in these streets Absolutely. talking to people, trying to get them involved. Mm-hmm. Like the youth nowadays, school is not really a priority for a lot of the youth for whatever reason, mm-hmm. social media, want to be a rapper, whatever, want to be rich when they, <laughs> when they snap <laughs> their fingers and don't want to work for it, uh-huh. whatever the situation is. How hard is it to convince the youth and maybe even parents to believe in acceleration?
1: Uh, we, I would say it has been a challenge mm-hmm. in certain instances, but I say the community has come to us with open arms. Uh, awesome. We 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 can't really complain. Our Department of Juvenile Justice, um, the Overtown Youth Center, a lot of different organizations, uh, Concerned African Women, uh, all of the community-based organizations, once they hear about our program, have really kind of sunken their teeth into mm-hmm. us. Because having had a um, nonprofit experience before, mm-hmm. I know that most nonprofits, want to do some type of educational aspect. Yeah. But Having this child report back to you what happened in school and how can you can assist becomes cumbersome. Mm-hmm. What we have is a program where we can have direct communication with them. Um, the students are coming from them. So we're actually given a holistic approach where wraparound services are provided to the student so that they can become a whole person. Because just because you get your high school diplo- diploma mm-hmm. doesn't solve everything. Hello. You know what I mean? That's just the first you, that's step that's the, of the next step. <laughs> yeah, that's a, so it's a whole trail of things. So we're connecting with partners, with community-based organizations to help these students get employment, trying to get all those types of things in place um uh, as they move along.
0: I saw in your brochure that um they uh, you guys offer a lot. Mm-hmm. So, one of the some of the things that you guys offer is help with transportation and daycare. Absolutely. That's huge for a lot of young people who mm-hmm. have children and where they're supposed to leave their baby. Absolutely. So, you guys have on-site daycare at the school, or how does this work?
1: So how it works is that daycare is actually the mom is able to bring her child to the center. Okay. So that way she can work and have their child because a lot of young mothers, they don't want to use daycare services. Mm-hmm. But we then also do have community partners that do offer um, low-cost Daycare programs for the students, if they should need it, Mm -hmm. um, we try to make that accessible and available to them through the Early Learning Coalition and other providers.
0: With the curriculum, do you guys have to like, like do like papers and projects and stuff, or like how is the curriculum? Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) the
3: curriculum thank you Walter (laughs) Walter. so we it's not like a traditional school Mm -hmm. Um, even with Florida Virtual School I would still have to turn in pages and essays on word Mm -hmm. Um, with Acceleration Academies it's a little bit different what it does is um, you have each chapter and each chapter has its own headings its own body you know and you learn you answer it's interactive questions within the lesson that then they give you a quiz at the end of of each oh, lesson. To so make sure you know what you read. The, yeah. And <laughs> then at the end of each chapter, you have a unit test. Mm hmm. Um, so you first you do the review, then you take the test, and um, and if you fail the first time, your mentor won't um, allow a second one until you take some notes. Then mm-hmm. you have to take notes and show that you actually went back and learned something, mm-hmm. and then you can retake it.
0: So how did wait Walter? How does the math
1: work? Oh, that's that's Cause all, me, that's an awesome question. <laughs>
0: no English, I will write a paper all day with my no, eyeballs English closed. English is the
2: worst one. <laughs> oh
0: really? Math.
2: <laughs> Three yeah. plus
0: three. Uh, nine. Right. Wow. Yeah. How do you guys teach math? Because math to me is the one you need to walk with people's hands sure. held.
1: Sure. So we use an awesome piece of software for mm-hmm. all of our classes. It's called Edgenuity. And okay. it's a district-provided program that walks the students through certain milestones of a curriculum. Mm-hmm. Uh, math is, of course, a difficult subject. That's why we have licensed teachers on site. Oh, okay. So the students uh, are able to meet with the teacher. They do have to... Um, go through the lessons, but the teacher is there to help guide them through it. Um, For our students who may have not passed the uh, algebra end-of-course exam, which Mm -hmm. they have to take to graduate, we also give the PERT every 15th and 30th of every month. Okay. So those students then can use that to uh, meet their graduation requirements. So we try to do everything for these students to be successful.
0: I love it. And then, So please tell all the, we have to wrap things up, that went fast, but please let everybody know, how, Like the, you guys take students in all year-round?
1: Year-round enrollment. We have a completely year-round enrollment. We mm-hmm. currently have three sites, one in North Miami Beach, Homestead, and Central Miami. Okay. Uh, we are expanding. So we're going to Olinda Park, uh, oh. who that is going to serve Brownsville, Liberty City, Overtown. Awesome. And then we're also connecting with Big Brothers and Big Sisters. So we're having an mm. academy inside of their facility, Hello. which will help that Hialeah, Flagler population as well. Um, students can come anytime to register between 8 to 5 to any one of our sites. Okay. Um, they also can go online and begin the registration process, and we will call them to follow up, to mm-hmm. set an appointment. Okay. Um, I would just encourage all of our young people that there's no more excuses within our community.
0: There's no reason why you're walking around without no. a high school door. Diploma. Period.
1: There's no more excuses and uh, we thank Dr. Cavallo and the Miami-Dade County School District, especially Dr. Gallin for really supporting us and mm-hmm. Dr. Feldman uh, for helping get this um, program in our communities mm-hmm. to help all of our young people be successful. So please visit MiamiDiploma.com to register and visit one of our sites. You can. We also accept on-site registrations. So
0: it's MiamiDiploma.com. Very
1: simple. MiamiDiploma.com. Miami
0: Diploma. Diploma. Drill it in your head. Make your kids sign on. There's no Excuses for real. There's
1: no more excuses. We no more. The district is doing whatever they can to help the disenchanted populations of Miami-Dade County get their high school diploma
0: awesome. It's been a great honor to have you guys in here. Shouts to Walter. You did Thank your you. thing. Shouts to Lupe, Elijah, and Nick when you guys graduate. Woo-woo, party time.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely,
0: That's what I'm talking about. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, live in the studio. We are here talking to M. D. which stands for the Miami Dade Economic Advocacy Trust. And they have a program called Teen Court, which I think will benefit a lot of young people that are listening and their parents information that you need. And live in the studio, I have the Teen Court Specialist, Ms. Latonda James. Good morning, Latonda. Good
5: morning, Cindy. How are you today? I'm
0: wonderful. How are you feeling on this Sunday, girl? I'm doing great. It's good to
5: be here. <laughs>
0: oh, awesome. You got some really good information to give out this morning. Yes, I do. Yes, yeah, so let's get to it. What exactly, well, first of all, what is the Miami-Dade Economic Advocacy Trust? What is that?
5: So Miami-Dade Economic Advocacy Trust, or MDIT, as mm-hmm. we say, it in the, the office. easy way. <laughs> Just the easy way. It's a, it's a mouthful. So MD is a government or organization. Mm-hmm. We're actually quasi-governmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially started out as MAP back in the mid-80s mm-hmm. and a few years later or maybe about 15 years later the name was changed and now we're MD and we work with our target urban areas to work on different programs such as our housing program where we provide down payment and closing cost assistance. Mm-hmm. We have Our economic development program, where we work with small businesses, and then we have our youth development, which is my baby, and the teen court (laughs) program falls under youth development.
0: What is what exactly is teen court? And I love the name.
5: Well, it's like the people's
0: court, but teen court, (laughs) but for for teens, Uh correct.
5: So actually, teen court, we're celebrating twenty-one years this year.
0: Congratulations! I can imagine how many people you've helped.
5: A lot of people over the years. We are a peer jury model. Looking at restoration of rights for youth. So, what happens is you have a youth who's Mm -hmm. committed a low level offense. Okay. They've made a poor choice. Yes. They get arrested. wrong time. Correct. Just not thinking. You know how youth are. Mm -hmm. And then they get arrested. Um, for, say, for instance, shoplifting. Okay. They go down to the jack, and then that case manager can offer them a diversion program. And we are one of many diversion programs, but we're the only peer jury model here in Miami-Dade County.
0: When you say peer jury, what does that mean?
5: So just like you said, just like people's court, we're Mm -hmm. teen court. And so that youth who's been arrested and Mm -hmm. they've had their case diverted to teen court, they are assigned a youth attorney. So that attorney works with them to prepare a case, Mm -hmm. and it's... It's actually heard in front of a uh, their ju- their their peers, oh. and so the jury is made up of peers of of teens, and their case is actually heard, and it's not to determine guilt or innocence because mm-hmm. they've already uh, admitted guilt to be able to participate in our program. Okay, but it's more so for the sanctioning process. Oh, okay, because there are consequences to poor behavior. Hello, and so they are assigned an attorney, and then there's also a prosecutor who was there fighting for the state mm-hmm. to ensure that they have the maximum number of consequences.
0: How do, how do you guys come up with a teen jury? Like, how? Like oh, I know a parent of someone being accused is like, how that little girl know what's going to happen to my son and my baby? So <laughs> how it's, does this, that work? It's,
5: it's the same way that you get selected as a jury or as a juror. Uh-huh. Um, so they are volunteers. Oh. And then also a part of the sanctioning process, one of the sanctions is to serve as a juror because you've already now experienced what it feels like to sit oh, in that chair. So
0: the, so the teens that have gone through the process and have are going through the program and finished the program or whatever get to also become a juror. You are eventually. correct. That's awesome. And though. then we
5: also just have teens who are interested in law mm. or want to volunteer. You don't mm. necessarily have to be uh, interested in becoming an attorney to participate yeah. in teen Anything court. Law-
0: Law enforcement or even interested in knowing how it works.
5: Right. Just civic engagement.
0: Yes, yes. And
5: a lot of youth definitely improve their public speaking skills. Hmm. Because even as a juror, mm-hmm. you have to now deliberate. So now you have to go and learn how to how to work with a team. And then every week, you have to select a different person to lead the juror, a different four person, And so that person is now responsible to engage the jury to make sure that they are on task, actually mm-hmm. talking talking. talking about what was heard inside of the courtroom. And And so it's really a fascinating process. And I really like to see, you know, them inside of the deliberation room because mm-hmm. you'll hear them going back and forth. No, I think they should get 25 community service hours. <laughs> no, I think they should get 15. Well, why do you think 15? Well, why do you think 25? I think they should write an essay that's 500 words and then somebody else will say, no, I think 350. So mm-hmm. I like to see them go back and forth. And then come, to with, come the,
0: with the, like, where, agree on one yes, thing and then come for them back, to come
5: together to say, okay, we all agree upon this. These are the reasons why. And mm-hmm. then at the end, they are now responsible to say whether they feel that that person, if that person was remorseful or not. Mm -hmm. So inside of the courtroom, that participant is now saying what happened. For instance, I was in the store. I really was not thinking. Mm -hmm. I was following someone else. Definitely not doing what my parents uh, taught, taught me. me. yeah. Just making poor choices. I tell people all the time, we have, we don't have bad children. We have children who make bad choices. choices. And so this is a program for those for those youth who've made those poor choices. When
0: they say, when they admit in a courtroom initially that, okay, I did, you know, take that candy or whatever the, the case right. may be. And then they move on to the teen court process of it. When they agree to it, is this like the teen court and what the teen court comes up with is that their sentencing, like their, their punishment like that's
5: it. So they don't if you are referred to Court mm-hmm. as your diversion, mm-hmm. you do not go to court. You come oh, to okay. us. Okay,
0: so that's like the, pro, the route that you're taking. Correct okay. you.
5: You have now stated with the case manager, I'm guilty. I'm not going back and forth. I'm not trying to go in front of a judge. I'm mm-hmm. guilty. I did it.
0: Is it for like nonviolent offenders, or they're like if someone got in a fight at school, is that still considered? Yes, we have court? low.
5: Yes, because mm-hmm. as long as it's a a first time offender. Okay, first time. First time offender. Mm-hmm. There are some cases. There are some special circumstances. Circumstances, but for the for the majority, it's a first time offender, mm-hmm. low level offenses. So all of your misdemeanors up to a third degree felony. Mm. So we do have youth who come to us because they've had a fight in school, mm. uh, and uh, of course we've been teenagers. Yeah. And nowadays with social media, sometimes things are just taken a little too far. Yeah, and, and then they go in school and they have you know back and mm. forth. So they, we do have those types of cases as well, and we also provide different life skills portions as well for those youth as well. So it's more than just coming in and having your case heard mm-hmm. before the actual hearing. Every week, we provide life skills workshops. That's awesome. And bringing too, special speakers what, to speak. What next? Right. Exactly. So we want to make sure that we're kind of filling all of the gamuts. And bringing in different services so in addition to say a conflict resolution mm-hmm. we may have someone from the bank come in and talk about investing and financial banking financial literacy yes <laughs> and of course because we are md we mm-hmm. want to make sure they know they know about home ownership and mm-hmm. how to take care the of your credit in yeah. advance when you're about to go off to college make sure you don't get all of the different types of credit cards hello
0: like me i had a tupperware <laughs> set and an umbrella <laughs> like 30 umbrellas and 80 <laughs> tupperware sets you know they don't do that
5: in Anymore. Thank God. Thank
0: God. I, I always, that always upset me. i I'm like, I'm there vulnerable. Don't know anything don't about know financial anything. literacy. My parents didn't teach me and anything. They're, and they're giving away all these goodies. And I was happy and, and ran up each card by the oh age of God. 19, had the worst credit ever. Right. And in my twenties had to clean it up.
5: Right. And so yeah, we want to so. make sure that we're working with them now, giving them that information now. Yeah, start early. Right. So we do different types of life skills. Like I stated, we had from guest speakers come in and mm-hmm. talk to them about different topics. We just had someone come in and talk about uh, human trafficking, mm,
0: because is is of so impact- the way it's impacting Hello? our
5: youth here, spe- specifically in South Florida. We-, we
0: think human trafficking is, you know, women from Thailand or something. That is
5: right here. Right here, right mm. in our backyards. And it's crazy how youth can be part of human trafficking, and you still see them every day.
0: And don't even know that. that- right. Yeah. So we had
5: someone come in and talk about that as well. So we awesome. just want to make sure that we are uh, pouring into into their lives as much as possible. in as as many ways as possible.
0: How, do um, people that grew up in the teen core system like that, that it changed their lives and helped them come back as adults? Do you have any? Adult we, do, we, we, back? we
5: have people come back who's who have participated as participants mm-hmm. as well as volunteers. Mm-hmm. We actually have uh, people who are practicing attorneys, people who are working in the state attorney's office. Awesome. We have people who have now gone on to become entrepreneurs. We have students now who are in college. So, yeah, the wide gamut of folks who have completed our program like I stated, either as a participant or as a volunteer.
0: That is super cool. So now we got to talk about the event that is coming up. It's the 2019 Annual Youth Legal Education Summit. It's happening July 29th through the 31st from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at St. Thomas University School of Law. Perfect place for that to happen. Correct. What exactly is the 2019 Annual Youth Legal Education Summit?
5: It seems that MD, we have to say everything long.
0: <laughs> I'm like, can we acronym this? And we're just going to say the summit.
5: Okay. So for the, for us, our summit is that one time of the year mm-hmm. that we provide very in-depth training to our volunteers, mm-hmm. our new as well as seasoned volunteers, for them to learn the process of teen court and then also learn those legal skills that they need to be effective in and out of the teen court uh, courtroom. So we want to make sure that for those youth who are uh, desiring to be an attorney mm-hmm. or a bailiff. A police that they, officer. Right. That they receive you know. these types of trainings where they're going to learn all of the, the law terms and the processes that they mm-hmm. need not only for teen court but that they can use as they matriculate on to college and things of that nature. And we have a lot of students who participate in law programs at their high schools mm-hmm. who come and participate with oh, teen court as well.
0: Say. And they get
5: community service hours for attending yes. the summit? 24 community service hours as long as they complete all three days we're feeding them it's free we're feeding them breakfast Mm -hmm. and lunch okay and then of course they're going to have great speakers Mm -hmm. in addition to learning about the law process as well.
0: And it's cool because like different high schools are going to be there. So you get teens from all over the place. All
5: over the county. Mm -hmm. So for Teen Court, we are uh, in five different locations throughout the county, from Miami Gardens all the way down to South Dade. Okay. So we have students that come from all throughout the county Mm -hmm. who attend this program as well. And because so many youth, even though they are on social media, a lot of times they don't get to see these people face to face. Yeah, hello, hello. So this is an opportunity for them to actually see people who they may have had some communication with on a social media site, following Mm -hmm. md or something to that effect. But now they are actually getting to sit with them, learn with them. And then on the third day, we have... To mock trials, mm. so you may actually have an opportunity to be, to be right, and then actually work with that uh, that person as your team member, as a prosecuting attorney or a defense attorney as well.
0: Are parents allowed to attend as well? Or are parents closed out? No, we we open <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> However, well, we don't want the, parents, but it's open, but actual, don't come. <laughs> well,
5: what, what we've had in the past is we've had some parents who actually bring their children and mm. they stay the opening uh, because they want to hear the what, guest speakers. Yeah. But they don't actually attend the the different the, workshops. Okay. But they actually do stay because they want to get the information from our guest speakers. And this year we have some phenomenal guest speakers.
0: Because parents are not educated as well in all this legal stuff. Because they no. probably, maybe they didn't get in trouble when they were younger. Now their teens are off the hook doing things they shouldn't. Off the hook. So now Correct. they're like <laughs> off the hinges, <laughs> off the everything. And so that they don't really know. So they want to come at least sit in the opening speakers yes. portion of it
5: yes so parents are definitely we do not exclude parents Mm. but we do also want to make sure that this is a comfortable environment for our kids we want them to sitting there. their their parent is there they're like Like, okay Mm -hmm. I told you (laughs) You, are you listening (laughs) sending a text like how I do with my son (laughs) turn around pay attention (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) correct so we want them to feel at ease we want them to learn we want them to have a good time so
0: if they want to attend um, high school students make sure you don't miss out it's a free event again it's it's the 2019 Annual Youth Legal Education Summit happening July 29th through the 31st at St. Thomas University School of Law, which is in Miami Gardens, 16401 Northwest 37th Avenue off the 826 off the Palmetto. And the hours are from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. How should they register? How can they go? How can parents push them in there? And
5: Well, they can definitely call our office at 305-622-2592, or they can reach out to us via Internet at Core. Teencour- Info at MiamiDade.gov. So all
0: the parents listening, all of my teens listening, this is a very important event. The number, again, is 305-622-2592, or you can log on Teen Court Info or email info at MiamiDade.gov. I want to thank you, Latonda. I would like to invite you back very soon, so we can talk about this teen court system because so many of our youth are getting in trouble, and this is, you know, a way out for parents might not know about it. Correct. You know, hopefully they won't need it, but if they need it, they know it's there.
5: Yes, right. We're here, like I stated, we're celebrating 21 years, and we're definitely appreciative of your support, and I thank you so very much.
0: All right, your girl, Super Cindy. Community Matters. 99 Jams.